the first episode of Are You With Me? with Pastor Tommy Nelson. Each episode, Tommy will be answering questions that have been submitted by people in our congregation about the Bible, about ministry, and how to faithfully walk as a Christian in our day. Pastor Tom, is God wrathful towards his elect before they turn to him in faith? Can God be wrathful and loving at the same time? Probably a better question is, was God wrathful toward his elect? Uh, Yes, he was. The Bible says that uh, uh, the one who does not believe in the Son, the wrath of God abides on him. The Bible says that Jesus uh, uh, saved, we are saved from the wrath of God through him. The Bible says he delivers us from the wrath to come. And so, yes, it, it is very possible for God to be wrathful and God to be loving at the same time. Um, he has a love for all of his, uh, all of his creation. And yet at the same time, the wrath of God hangs over it like a thunderstorm. As a matter of fact, you really can't truly appreciate the present state of the grace of God in Christ unless you have an understanding of what he delivered us from, from, as Paul would say, from so great a peril of death. Pastor Tom, I know it is God who opens a person's eyes and draws them to himself, but why doesn't he just reveal himself to everyone so that all can be saved? That is always a question that we ask. If God uh, could save, he obviously would save everyone. So it seems. The fact is, is that when you look at man, Man is not a person that deserves saving. Man does not want to be saved. Man does not want to be called. Man does not want to be created. Man does not want to bow his knee to God. He does not want to confess that Jesus is Lord. He does not even want to confess that there was one singular, infinite, personal God. The Jews didn't like being Jews. Monotheists don't like being monotheist. We'll become deist and we'll defuse God from his uh, rightful claim on us. So man is guilty. And God is not obligated to the guilty to save any. The only thing that God is obligated to do toward lost men is to judge them. Hell is a theological necessity. Granted man in the image of God with a soul that does not die. Uh, Granted that uh, uh, man is a guilty being before an eternal God whose eternal glory has been robbed from him because of man's defiance. If the Bible did not teach hell, you would have to, um, to theorize it that it would be there. No, the Bible says that God makes from the same lump one vessel for honorable use and another for common use. That God can take from the same lump, from sinful humanity, and he can make one to be an Apostle Paul, he can make one to be a King Herod, 
and to be eaten by worms. He can make one to be a Caiaphas. He can make another to be a Nicodemus. That God is pleased. God who said light shall shine out of darkness is the one who is shown in our hearts. The Apostle Paul likens the conversion of a Christian to the creation of the, uh, of the old pre-deluge world where God moves over the surface of the deep where there is no form, where there is no life, where there is no light, and God says, let there be light. And so, as Paul said in Romans 9, what if God, although willing to demonstrate his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much patience vessels of wrath prepared for destruction. And so God endures the wickedness of men. Could God save every person? He can do anything he is pleased to do. He is sovereign. And so uh, God has not been pleased to save every man. He has been pleased to demonstrate his wrath and to make his power known. The Bible says the wrath of man praises God. The wrath of man uh, shall praise you. Uh, God is pleased to bring men to the point of their despair and save the lowly. He does not save and is not pleased to save, and is not obligated to save anyone else. And so, no. Uh, why doesn't God save anyone? Everyone, he is not pleased to do so. And the question is asked also, what about loved ones that you pray for? You keep praying. The Apostle Paul was an adamant believer in the doctrine of election. Uh, he was the greatest explicator in all of the Bible of the doctrine of predestination and election and sovereign grace. And yet in Romans 10, he said uh, about Israel, my heart's desire and my prayer to God for them is for their salvation. Paul says to the Thessalonians to pray that the word of the Lord would run and be glorified. And so... Uh, you always see Paul praying for the unbelievers that God would open a door for the word. No, you keep praying. I prayed for my brother for uh, well over 20, 25 years until he came to faith, became my best friend and the finest lay Bible teacher in our church. And so, no, you just keep on praying. It was said that George Mueller prayed for about five of his friends after he was saved. And uh, one was saved just before he died, and one was saved after he died. So perhaps some of the people that you pray for are going to be converted at your funeral. No, you keep praying. Uh, I had a seminary professor that used to say, salvation is God's business. He said, you mind your own. That our job is to to pray for the lost, to live before the lost, go to the lost, speak to the lost, call the lost uh, to be admonished unto judgment, and then we leave the rest to God. 
If you have a question that you would like answered on a future episode, you can send your question to media at dentonbible.org. Also, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive a notification when new episodes are up. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.